Hello, beautiful people of the world. My name is David Michael. And I'm Michael Carter. And we are Ridiculously Bored. So, David, I can't help but notice you have a little bit of a new environment. I know we're not a visual media anymore, uh, but you seem to be in a new environment. You're using big words, visual mm. media. <laughs> Hold on, let me close dictionary.com now. <laughs> yes, so uh, so yeah, we're, we're in Colorado. We bought a, a second place and uh, closed on it this past weekend and moved out here. So I uh, have pretty much drug a bunch of stuff across two, three states. What do we go through? Arizona, Utah, Colorado. Yeah. And, uh, and moved in and ha- I'm, I'll be staying here for the, for the full week just to kind of get things situated. And then this will be our, uh, summer place. So excited about that. Excited to on, get out of the heat. On the way through, uh, Utah, did you and your wife get yourself a Mormon wife and, uh, have a sister wife or any of those type thing? <laughs> no, we did not. Uh, they're they're kind of hard to find. We were looking though. We looked <laughs> real hard, but they were hard to find. Ironic thing about uh, Utah, actually not that ironic, but um, the speed limit on some of the major interstates in Utah is eighty. Oh my god! Which is awesome. Honey, pack our shit. We're moving to Utah. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever I can drive through Utah to get to Colorado, I happily do so. Motherfucker, I would drive favorite. through Utah to get to Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite towns in the entire West Coast is called Moab, and uh, it's in Utah, and it's, uh, it's it's an awesome little kind of town. It's great if you have like a four by four, like a like a jeep or a, or a truck to go off roading in, because there's just tons and tons of trails. It's famous for that. Hey, cool. So let's uh, quickly talk about uh, last episode. The no. okay. most common question I was asked or implied based on the line of questioning is, David seems like a killer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've, I've been called a killer before. So that's not the worst thing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, that's bad. <laughs> Do you have any sounds to go with that bad joke there? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, that's not the sound I was thinking of. That's right. not the sound you're looking for? No. These are All not right. the sounds you're looking for. <laughs> okay, thanks, Obi. Right, do you want to talk anything about the move? How, when, anything like that, or do you want to just? Um, it wasn't. It was. It was fairly um, non-eventful. So the closing was good. kind of a shit show. Um, the closing on the house, but um, you know, just because we, you know, up to the last minute, we were being asked to provide like all sorts of crazy paperwork that, and you know, I've bought and or refied like seven homes in my life, and I've never had one that was this difficult, but. It is what it is. It's done. We've moved past it, and uh, and we're in. All right, good. Yeah, so, anything crazy on your end? Add little things here and there. I'm gonna go down them as we go. So, mm-hmm. my cats. I got two. You know, we got um, quarantine cats. We we got about eight or nine months ago. They gave us an idea of when their birthday was when we got them. So it was their first birthday this year, uh, about a week ago. And we looked up online, like, because, you know, we only feed them cat food. We don't feed them any human food. It's all, um, you know, straight out of the can or straight out of the bag cat food. No so catnip? we looked up on uh, catnip. We give them as treats, like when they have treats and stuff. That's and like little, cocaine for cats, man. Yeah. I love watching cats with catnip. <laughs> the uh, toys that we throw around for them have catnip in them. So it drives them crazy. 
That's awesome. But so we looked online about what can you give a cat, like human food that's safe for them and like kind of if it's their birthday. So big article on and the cats love salmon flavored food, salmon wet food, salmon dry food, all that shit. So we found a recipe that's like you can make a salmon for them. Actually, not a recipe. You just fucking cook it. <laughs> you don't put on any spices or anything. <laughs> so you just cook it. Right. So we go through the process. You know, we big timed it. We sous vide the thing because I have a sous vide. I oh, love Jesus using as Christ. much as possible. Yeah. <laughs> fucking spoiled cats. So we were out for a while. So I'm like, let's sous vide this. When we get home, we'll take it out. We'll feed it to them. Right. We take it out. We go through this process of all like shredding it up and shit, putting it in bowls. We put the bowls on the island. They never eat on the island. They actually eat in their little corner. We put it on the island. We put them on. Neither of them could have given two fucks what we gave them. <laughs> they, no we, they didn't eat it. They didn't want it. Nothing. So <laughs> All that? What, is it yeah. th- what did it take you, like, four hours to sous vide a salmon? It, it was in a sous vide for quite a few hours. It was, like, 25 <laughs> bucks worth of salmon. And so now oh, the other shit. thing is we put it in their dish, right? So it's like, I'm not fucking eating it afterwards. So <laughs> 25 bucks worth of salmon gone, too. Oh, Jesus. So. Not only did they get like salmon, they got like perfectly cooked salmon too. The yeah. sous vide is, is pretty amazing when it comes Tried to Tried explaining it. it to them. They didn't seem to care. <laughs> yeah, give shit. <laughs> give them some catnip. Call it yeah. a day. So I know you've talked about how, you know, one of the reasons kind of that you still have DirecTV in general is because of the football package. The only reason I still have DirecTV is because of the NFL Sunday ticket. Right. The NFL Sunday ticket. So with YouTube TV, you know, you can share with a few people. I shared it with one of my friends and they were like, do you have Red Zone? And I'm like, no. I said, I don't, I've never had it. No, nothing to me. I've never gotten it before. So he's like, well, can I pay for it? And you get it. So I'm like, sure. You don't fucking pay. No problem. So he sends me the money. I ordered the Red Zone. Why would, why would someone pay for it? You get it? Because he's on my subscription. Because you can invite a couple other people to use your service. He's getting that part for free. And he was like, well, I'll get the red zone and I'll pay you for it. So Frenchie sends me the money. I'm like, hey, great. Like, no, no problems there. So I get it. I watched it the first weekend. And now, as a reminder for people, I have diagnosed ADD. (laughs) The red zone was too much even for me. (laughs) It was fucking insane. Like, I couldn't. Uh, I didn't know what the hell to do with myself. So is is that... I have a couple. So um, I also have the red zone because it's part of like the NFL Sunday ticket. Um, is that the one where there's like eight screens up yes. at once? And yeah, okay. All right. So and it's, it's like, but it's here's only one showing your scoring plays, right? Pretty much. But like early yeah. on, because there's, you know, when games first start, there's really no scoring plays. So they're like, here's a first down in Dallas. Here's a first down in Philadelphia. Here's a first down in Arizona. It. And it's like bouncing all around. And then as the games start moving along, that's when it gets to like, Here's four screens. We're going eight screens. We're going. It's fucking insane. Like I was like, I, this is a fucking train wreck. Like I couldn't. At the same time, I couldn't look away. But I'm like, I actually can't do this. Like every week, it would bother me. Yeah, I actually. So part of the NFL Sunday ticket is, um, it's got a name. I think it's like Eight Mix or something like that. But you can watch eight games at a time, assuming there are eight actual games going on at the same time, and you control which which game you're listening to with your remote. You like move it to the, you know, yep. you move the, the bracket to whichever game you want to hear. But it's it, it's pretty, I mean, and in the red zone, you're just getting the scoring plays. In this one, you're getting the entire game, including all the commercials. So it's yeah. pretty crazy. I, I, I don't find myself using it all. I watch my team and that's it. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, so that was pretty great. Keeping it on the um, the theme of watching stuff on TV. So, you know, we've talked about before, because MTV, I think, just celebrated its 40th birthday a couple of weeks ago. We talked about that. Right. Um, as part of the NFL Red Zone, which I don't know how the fuck people keep this the rest of the year. So you get like 12 channels, right? But obviously the red zone is the bell of the ball. The other channels are a few random in Spanish channels, which is great if you speak Spanish. I don't. It's great if you can read Spanish. I can't. So those are worthless to me. And then the other channels are like the pool channel, the this channel, the that channel, like the wasteful channels. Like Nobody's getting the red zone other than those 16, 17, 18 weeks now in the year. But one thing that did pop up that I noticed as part of this was MTV Classic. So MTV went so far away from videos that they ended up bringing it back as a new channel called MTV Classic. So is it videos, old videos or is it new shit too? Uh, I haven't watched it. I looked at some of the the blocks, the names. Mm -hmm. I think some of them are the old school names that we're used to. Um, I doubt we're going to see Carson Daly walk through the room, but it's, it seems like it might be some old and some new stuff, but it is actually just videos. So anybody out there, MTV actually does still play videos for those people who are watching on their 13 channel black and white TV. Do you have a TV yet in your new place? Uh, yeah, I bought a couple TVs. I've only hung one of them up. So I've actually got one in the office that I'm probably going to hang up tonight. But when you uh, went to so- buy them. I didn't do the cable thing uh, you know, I've got direct TV at my place in Phoenix, but here I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to pay like 80, hundred bucks a month or whatever. So we're just using like all the streaming services mm-hmm. that, you know, I've always had. And it's interesting because I've always said like, you know, I, I don't know if I could live without having regular TV, but as we're here for the week, I'm kind of like, okay, it's not like not too bad. So as soon as football season's over, I'm pretty sure I'm dropping DirecTV. There is not much that you miss once you once it's not there, right? Yeah. And look, worst case scenario, and I don't know this, but I'm guessing every single show in one form or another, you can buy through like iTunes or something like that, right? Yeah. You might not be able to buy it on the Monday that it premieres, maybe a couple weeks later or whatever, but... I got to imagine you can buy every episode that's out there. So I went through the same thing. When I got rid of DirecTV and I went to just streaming stuff, it's funny because I had the biggest DirecTV package. Um, that's what she said. I had the, the <laughs> biggest one. So the lady was basically yelling at me because she's like, oh, so you want to downgrade? And I'm like, nope, I just want to get rid of it. And she's like, sir, this makes no sense. People don't go from every single channel to nothing. I'm like, well, that's that's the cord cutting mentality. I'm like, I'm done. So did they try and like keep you with like, give you, hey, what if we gave it to you free for three months or whatever? Yes. Or yeah, they do they all that shit. Like, oh, I know it was, uh, you know, 150 bucks a month. But how about if we give it to you for three bucks? for three months and then it goes back. I'm like, no, no, I'm like, I'm done with it. I just want to be done with it. And I will say the first couple weeks, it was weird. And then after that, it just became the norm. So I'm sure there's shows that like I used to watch that I'm like, oh, fuck it, I can't watch anymore. It's not on the packages I have now from the streaming service, so. I just don't watch TV enough to make it worth anything. And for what I pay for it, I mean, it's like a hundred bucks a month. So it just doesn't make any sense. The only thing I can think of, obviously live sports is a big deal. And I know you can get that through Hulu and some other Mm -hmm. packages, but that's the only thing I could think of that I would really kind of miss is the live sports. 
Yeah, and that's, I think, that's what's keeping a lot of cable alive is live yeah. sports. But now, like you said, Hulu has it. YouTube TV has it. Um, I don't know what other options there are out there. But, like, if that's on all these other options, then you don't need it. The other yeah. thing, too, is, like, what people need to decide is all these fucking companies now are going to their own channel. So even if they're on your cable package, like Discovery, right, there's now a Discovery Plus that right. they're going to have shit on that channel that's not on your regular channel. Yep. So it's like, well, fuck, even if I have the channel, I might not get the shows I want. You know, that kind of thing. So, I don't know. Yeah. Weird. Well, they're trying to lure, I think, initially they started it as another option for people that, you know, had cable or people that didn't want cable. Here's here's another option so you can still watch our shows. But as, as they start to create, like, unique content for those um, streaming platforms, I think, like Disney Plus, I mean, there's some shows like Mandalorian, you can't get Mandalorian on yeah. any cable platform. So you have to do the Disney Plus thing if you want to watch it. So I think that's going to be kind of the final nail on the coffin for um, for just traditional cable. In general, yeah. I just think DirecTV's got nothing left. Yeah, I will give season. Disney anything they want for that Mandalorian. If, they, if they're going to take that away from me, I'll be like, what do I got to give you? I'm like, this here's my youngest or my oldest. Which would you like? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they've got Obi-Wan coming out. They've got all sorts of like Star yep. Wars universe stuff coming out. You've got all the Marvel stuff. I mean, yep. you just can't beat it. And it's not like Marvel throwaway stuff. It's not like, eh, here's some random six episodes that doesn't change anything. At the end, they're fucking making significant Marvel Universe changes on those shows. So. Yeah, and if it's like it's got to the point where if you're not watching the show, like you and I talked about this a few weeks ago, um, I wanted to watch Loki, and I'm like, hey, let's watch Loki, and you were like, well, I haven't watched the Winter Soldier and mm -hmm. uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier yet. I'm like, well, what's you know, so what? I haven't watched it either. You but like, oh, I'm afraid I don't want to miss anything in that yeah. that they bring up in Loki, and then I'm not going to get it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this episode has been sponsored by Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we, my office is unlike your office who, you know, you, you're, you and your wife are talking about how like you're going to live in Colorado and never have to go to the office again. My office is now 100% open and the fucking morons that they, the way they did this, we had a partner <laughs> conference. On. So you have nobody in your office that listens to this podcast. I, they'll agree with me when I get through this. So for <laughs> okay, those listening, it. just please don't report me to HR. That's all I ask. <laughs> <laughs> so, but even HR would be like, you're right. They're stupid. So they, they said, you know what? We're not going to do the partner conference somewhere. Like we've done in the past. Like one year we were in Arizona and we came to see you. They're like, instead, it's all going to be virtual, right? So it's like, all right, great. So you get in front of your fucking your computer, but wear a button down if you want. If you don't, you don't, whatever. Just watch, watch it. Every office decided, I guess, through probably discussions, hey, you know what? Why don't we get all of our people from our office to come into the office? So like our New York office has like 70 or 80 partners. So we, we're all in the office now. So it kind of defeats the purpose of a virtual um, training as well as the COVID risks. So we're all in, we're all in one big conference room. And now, well, you're like, all right, well, so what they show it at the front. It's like, you know, being at a bar on a Thursday night game, they show it up front. You all watch it. No, no. You all got to log in from your own computers because you have to take attendance. Like every 15 minutes, a pop-up come up 
that says something to the so effect. So you're of, all hey, sitting in the same room on your computers. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> a pop up comes up, something to the effect of like, "Hey, motherfucker, are you still listening?" So yes, yeah, every about fifteen minutes, and it's not every set fifteen minutes because you could beat that system. It's like right. twelve minutes, and then the next time seven minutes, and then thirteen minutes right. all over the place. It's like school attendance. They're trying to get 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 around, not you know, yes. people screwing around. Yes. So. The issue is whatever program they used, right? <laughs> it didn't have a bandwidth issue. It had a literally seven people can't, 70 people can't be dialing in from one place. So all of us trying to get in through the Wi-Fi or and through the <laughs> T1 line, the yeah, system can't process it. that. Yeah. So what we had was 70 computers in front of you where one guy's on like, you know, using the alphabet, one guy, one T, one screen's on like letter A, one's on C, one's on L, one's frozen, one can't get in. It was a <laughs> utter fucking disaster. So uh, that's the general session, right? Then from there, another thing that they didn't really highlight, then you get to a point where, oh, the whole United States, which has about 800 partners, they're like, we're gonna break up in groups of 10. And so it's not 10 of you in that office. It's, Michael, you're going to be with the guy from Denver. You're going to be with the guy from Phoenix. You're going to be with the guy from Dallas. You guys all got to go into a little offshoot room and talk. How the fuck a are you going to have 70 people? offshoot room? Yeah. How are you going to have 70 <laughs> people in a room talking, 70 conversations in essence? <laughs> so all of us, in essence, took our computers and went to our office. So the whole purpose of this training was fucking defeated over and over and over in every different way that they tried. It was so chaotic that half of the people were like, I'm not coming back tomorrow. Um, I ended up staying over in the city because for me, it's it's on the best day. It's a two hour commute mm -hmm. each way because of COVID. All the trains are now locals. They don't even have any expresses anymore. So it's like two and a half, two hours and 40 minutes. Oh, so I ended up staying over. So um, and locals of trains where it like stops at every stop, no matter yes. what. Like, yeah. I'm like, is this Canada? How did we get here? <laughs> Am I going through Utah to, to speed? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so the, the good thing though, so I was in the city for two full days. The good thing is, and I haven't been there in a while. I've been there, I'd say three times in the last 18 months. I got the full, what I consider the New York experience. I saw a homeless <laughs> person just peeing in the street, dick out, <laughs> pissing right in the street. So I was like, oh, oh man, Jesus I missed it. And actually, sadly, I was like, I missed this place, man. <laughs> this place is the greatest. <laughs> yeah, so I got the full New York City experience. Yeah, great. I'll miss that place. Yeah. <laughs> Never a dull moment for sure. Yeah, exactly. That's what I love about it. Told you a couple of months ago, I saw some guy just shaving and like not an electric razor, like one you have fucking, you get soap on and he was shaving with it. I'm like, this is crazy. Oh, that's hysterical. Yeah, before you started that story, I forgot we were on TV and I wanted to ask you because you and I talked during the week and I said, dude, you have to watch this show. It's called Squid Game on Netflix. Did you get a chance to watch it? I have not watched it yet. I looked it up. Uh, why don't you give us the uh, the $2 version of what it's like? I, I, I don't want to ruin it because for anyone that wants to see it, but it's fucking insane. It's If, if you were to take Hunger Games... And the Belko experiment, which was another great movie that I absolutely loved, and and combine the two of them, it kind of has that same feel with the equal parts complete fucked up shit. I mean, I, I don't even I I can't go into detail because you'll ruin it. But essentially, what you get is you get a bunch of contestants playing a game where losing means you die. All right. 
And is it a miniseries? Is it a yeah, continuing series? Yeah, I think series? there's like eight or ten episodes. It's the, okay. the worst part about it is it was filmed in South Korea originally. So the concept came out of South Korea, so it's dubbed. So um, typically when I watch a show, um, the minute that I've realized that the, the audio is not lining up with people's lips, I turn it off. I just can't right. be bothered, right? So we were like like a week ago we were flipping through the Netflix shows and this one came up and the the thumbnail that they had for it looks really interesting. So I'm like, "Hey, you guys want to watch this? It looks really good. It's kind of billed as a horror." And um we watched the trailer and the trailer had, you know, the you can tell that it was dubbed and immediately everybody was like, "Ah, I don't want to watch that." So we just kind of we didn't think about it. We just went on to the next thing, right? A couple days later, um, I turn on Netflix and it's the number one show on the entire network. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I fucking got to watch this now. <laughs> that gets me each time when you flip through Netflix and it shows you the top 10 shows. I oh, yeah. Them. Oh, yeah. And, and it's like I was somewhat interested before. Now that it's the number one show on Netflix, I'm like, I have to watch this fucking thing. And it did not disappoint. It did not disappoint. It was it's really good. If you can get past the cheesy acting and the the you know the overdubbed voices, um, it's you know it's it's pretty darn good. So at any point in the show, did somebody say all your bases are belong to us? No, <laughs> that's a reference to an older uh, older iconic an older meme. episode. So yeah. for for anybody keeping track, David mentioned that a couple weeks ago. I ended up actually looking it up. The video game is called Zero Wing. It came out in 1991 from Sega. That was the game that had that, was that line. It was a Capcom game, wasn't it? Maybe, but I don't know. Capcom's that company that used to make all those like Asian style, uh, like Street Fighter and stuff like that. So keeping in the vein of TV shows, right? And I've been, I've been hearing this more and more and more, this show called Letter Kenny. Have you oh, heard yeah, about yeah. it at all? You've told, no, you, you, I've heard about it from you. You've told me, yeah. So for those who don't know what the show is, it's a Canadian show that is like eight or nine years old already. There's about 50 or 60 episodes. They do five or six episode seasons. And um, in essence, is that it's as if Napoleon Dynamite grew up and got a TV show. If you are not a fan of Napoleon Dynamite, the show is definitely not for you. <laughs> so the, the biggest comment I've been hearing from anybody who watches it is, it is just different than everything else. And it is so different that the first episode, I sat there the whole time just going, this show is so fucking weird. I don't know what's going on. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's just so weird. Is it weird, weird in a good way? It, it, it gets there. So the first episode is, so, to me, was so fucking weird that it was, everything was just a shock to me. Like, the way they were talking, the way they were acting, the things they were saying. So I had to wait to the next episode to be like, okay, I kind of know what's gonna what's coming towards me now, and I, I've been like, I love it now. I've been watching it every night. I've like two episodes a night. They're like twenty something minute episodes because it was a TV what show. What network is it on? So I don't know if it's on anywhere else, but I've stumbled across it on Hulu. So Hulu definitely okay. has it. So um, I can share my login if you need it. Uh, if Hulu's listening, no, I'm not going to share my login. I'm not going to share. My <laughs> yeah, go, um, so go ahead. Tell me what's that password again? Yeah. Password is one, two, three. <laughs> password four, is five. password. Yeah. Like uh, the space balls. It's like, what's your password? <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. He's like, what an idiot. That's something that somebody would have in their luggage. And he's like, make a note. I got to change my luggage. <laughs> um, so 
for anybody out there, if you want to watch it, all I ask is you give it two episodes. Because I'm telling you, the first episode, you will be flabbergasted on how fucking weird it is. <laughs> so that's that's all I ask. That's my uh, my couple comments on Letterkenny. All right, Letterkenny it is. I will check it out. I got something else. You you have anything you want me to go? No, I'm I'm dry this week because I've honestly been fucking building furniture for the last three days straight. <laughs> is it Ikea furniture or is it other furniture? No, no, we, we actually didn't end up getting any Ikea furniture. But I mean, we got this place and it's completely empty, right? So uh, maybe I will talk about it because before I was like, ah, I don't really want to talk about it because I've been doing it all week. But now, now that we're talking about it, I'll talk about it. Um, so we drove my truck out from Phoenix and I had an extra bed. So we threw the bed in the back of the truck bed and we drove it out, right? So we were able to get that out here. And so that's one piece of furniture that we had. And then immediately we went, we did the closing, we got the keys, we opened up and then we immediately went shopping. We went to Costco, we bought some TVs, we bought um, as much stuff as we needed at Costco. And then we went to a furniture furniture store. And you and I had talked about this, like just the, the furniture stores in general, they're really tough. Mm -hmm. um, everything's constrained because of COVID and, and all that other shit, right? So um, surprisingly, there's this place out here called America's Furniture Warehouse. And it's like, if you've ever been to like a Bass Pro, it's, it's this massive, like two level, like world of furniture, right? They have everything you could possibly imagine. And don't they only sell shit that they have in stock, right? Like literally, um, if I have it on the floor, I have it in the back room type no, thing. No, not necessarily. Okay. But um, every, like, for example, they were sold out of, bedroom sets like if you know we can buy a mattress and, and a, and a um, box spring and like a frame but you couldn't buy like a headboard and anything like that or like you know the the nightstands they didn't have any of that stuff in stock they were like look as soon as i can get that to you is like december so we're like oh shit okay well we'll just take the mattresses then yeah. but everything else like we got like a um uh, a coffee table, a couch that's a sleeper that pulls out into a sleeper. And we, like everything else we were able to get, which was absolutely surprising. We had to go pick it up and like rent another truck so we didn't have to do two trips, but we got it all back. And that's all I've been doing is freaking building furniture for two, three days. So I'm just exhausted. And I, I didn't even want to talk about it, but <laughs> it is what it is. So this might be the a bad point for me to mention. There's this online company called Burrow, B-U-R-R-O-W. Okay. Their big thing is, I think they never say it in the commercials, but they're basically like, fuck you, Ikea. All of their furniture has no screws, bolts, nothing. But you do put it together. I don't know how. Mm -hmm. I, I don't have anything from them. But they showed like on the commercial, they show a couple things. There's like these clicks and locks and all this other shit. But it's, it's interesting. They have all this furniture that doesn't have any extra parts that you need. You just kind of put the furniture together. Well, I was kind of half hoping you would say it's a, it's a furniture where you can hire them and they'll come to your house <laughs> and build your furniture for you. Yeah, there, there's a thing called, that's called college kids. <laughs> just fucking go get some. Yeah, I don't um, know any out here, unfortunately. Yeah. All right, no, that's good. It's, it's coming along. That's good to hear. Yeah. My, yeah, my oldest, who's going to be 13 in about two weeks, um, you know, we've had kind of milestones for him. Like when he started middle school, we let him get a phone. Now that mm -hmm. he's turning 13, actually, we have a child account on Apple. But Apple starts actually, and Microsoft, they actually start significantly reducing the restrictions when they turn 13. Wow. So much so that like Microsoft sent me an email and was like, by the way, this is all the shit you can't do anymore or you're not going to have control over anymore when he turns 13. Wow. So with that, he has now asked for 
Snapchat, Twitter, TikTok, all those type things. Oh, and, I, I got you. I got you covered here. Go ahead. <laughs> so I've already um, had to do all this shit. <laughs> yeah. So at first he he asked. So it's funny. He just asked for Snapchat. And my wife was like, absolutely not. So he then <laughs> see this is this is what he gets from me. He then about a week later created accounts on Twitter, TikTok and a few other things. So my wife was like, I cannot fucking believe he did that. And I'm like, well, hold on. To be fair, we actually never said no to those. <laughs> he didn't ask. He should have. <laughs> but, but we never said no to those. Right. So now I found out because I get all of his emails, just like my dad's. Like when my dad subscribes on Facebook to the Russian model that her tits are out and she has one other friend, I get an email. When he subscribed to all these things, I started getting emails. Your email's now active. You know, this is the address. Thanks for logging in. Thanks for signing up. So I tell her, and I'm in the city at this point. I'm watching uh, the guy pee in the street, I think, around that time. <laughs> I send her a message, and I'm like, hey, my son signed up for TikTok, Twitter, show, all that other shit. So she, like, she loses it. She's like, wait, oh, fuck, when you get home, we're going to this, that, and that. I'm like, hold on. I'm like, let's talk about <laughs> it when I get home. Up. Yeah. I'm like, let's talk about it when I get home. And so that was... A Monday, I wasn't coming home till Tuesday night. So basically for the next 36 hours, at some point or another, I got an email from her or a message from her that's like, we're gonna talk about this shit when you get home. We're gonna do this. We gotta enforce this. He, he's gonna lose his uh, iPad for a week, like stuff like that. Oh, so wow. I get she's home. She's going deep. <laughs> yeah, she's just lost her mind, right? And again, I reminded her, I'm like, technically, he has not gone against anything we've told him right now. I'm like, right. it's a loophole, but I'm just pointing that out. No, it's ask for forgiveness, not for permission. No, Correct. he's, he's that's fucking a good, smart. If you are listening to this, my child, it's a good idea. Do that. Um, so I say to her before, I'm like, look, I know you got a lot to say. I said, I just want to say one thing. I'm like, clearly he's already figured out how to do this. I go, so he's going to continue to do it whether we tell yeah. him yes or no. I said, I would much rather that we put in place that we get access to all of his accounts, his passwords, all that mm -hmm. kind of shit. And we know about it. So at this point, like my wife hates agreeing with me. It's it's got to uh. be up there with, <laughs> like, uh, you can agree with your husband, or or cancer can run rapid through your uh, friends and family. I really don't want to agree with them. I don't I don't like the other option either. But I'm not going to agree with them. So I so <laughs> diffused her that she didn't actually know like what the fuck to say. So she was like. Ugh, uh, I want to take the night to think about it. <laughs> she didn't want to fucking talk about it. So she just shut down. She's like, ah, I want to take the night to think about it. She refuses to accept defeat yeah. in the moment. <laughs> so the next day she, she finally came up and she was like, you know what? That's probably the best idea. You're right. We should actually do that. And I was like, what was that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did you say? Can you repeat I'm that? like, hold on. I've been recording in a day or so. Can you come down and just say it on microphone and David will clip that and send it to me? <laughs> yeah, I'll make that a sound clip. We can press the button. So, yeah. So, You're he right. has access to all that shit now, which is uh, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that little John? I don't know what that is. Uh, I was, I was telling, we've talked about this on earlier episodes, mm -hmm. so I don't want to get into it again, but all the experiences that I've had with my daughter and son with Snapchat and all the different social media platforms out there. And I, I think you kind of arrived at the right solution, which is look, it's going to happen regardless of whether or not we want to, we might as well embrace it. And, you know, as long as there's some, 
some repercussions for using it, you know, mm-hmm. improperly, then I think you'll be all right. I just, yeah. you just can't, you can't control it anymore. Snapchat used to be the app that people sent nudes in because, mm-hmm. every, you know, after 10 seconds or whatever, they would disappear. Yeah, supposedly. we prefer to call that uh, the good old days, but yes. The good old days, yeah. Well, now it's become um, like, I would say both of my children, it's their primary method of communication with their friends. They don't use text anymore. It's all Snapchat. It's in essence what I think Facebook wants to be, but Facebook, once the grandparents started getting access to Facebook. So like I said to him, I said, (laughs) exactly it. So Facebook is not the kid, it's not the hip thing right now. So I said to him at one point, Oh, just do me a favor. Don't set up a Facebook because we set up a Facebook years ago for you. Like for families, like I don't want Facebook. <laughs> I fucking want it. So I was like, okay. And, and that is what I've heard from a lot of, you know, I feel like an old man, but a lot of the younger kids in the office and stuff, yeah. none of them use Facebook. It's all Snapchat and stuff like that. Facebook has become like the, uh, it's like akin to like a yearbook. It's just where people put all their freaking photos so that they can, uh, you know, look back on it in 10 years and go, oh, look at all this. And then I, and other than I, in addition to that, it's now become like the political hotbed. Yes. Like if anyone wants to trigger five million people, just post a, a political article article and then uh, and then have at it. Yeah. Take that, Mark Fuckerberg. <laughs> um, so. I got a couple more things on my list. So, Go for it. And I don't know if I even put them on our shared list because one or two I wanted to surprise you. So I have decided that since they took midget, um, retard, things like that away from me, having at being a cancer survivor, right? I have had You do realize cancer. you're just not supposed to say those words. You can't, but you can't you, say they took them away from me. Example, and, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Otherwise, you won't know what I'm talking about. What do you know the M word? What is the M word? No, it's midget, right? You got to be able to say midget. So, I being a cancer survivor, and look, I know people like I was only skin cancer. It's not only skin cancer when you had to have like oh, fucking six cancer, surgeries, man. right? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, well, if we didn't catch this early, it would have spread mm-hmm. and then killed you. That's still a cancer, right? Yeah. So even even the best cancer still ends in cancer. So I have decided that. That's going to be my new focus word. So I can say things like, you're a cancer. If you say a bad joke, I can say, I wish I had ear cancer, things like that. Because people can't argue that. I'm a cancer survivor. So <laughs> that, that's me. I, I'm not a midget. And though most would say maybe not, that might be called the R word. <laughs> See, I said the R word there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am a cancer survivor. So I've decided I'm going to take that back. I think the funny part is, you know, as Italians... We have free reign to use the G word, but we mm-hmm. never actually use it. Guinea. Yeah. It just, it's one of those that like, even when I say it, like joking around, I'm like, wow, that, that word is offensive. <laughs> 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 Guinea is offensive. So, <laughs> all right. So this, this week coming up actually is the podcast awards. So They give awards for podcasts? They do. And it's been around like 10 or 12 years. Oh, wow. So I'm going to run down some of the categories that we are not in, which is all of them, but I'm going to run down of some them. of the names. Do we have all day? Yeah. So um, clear your calendars, people. <laughs> so they, first of all, they, they clearly, some of them are sponsored just like you have Citibank Field and, you know, all those type things for baseball yeah. stadiums. They've done this on a lot of them now, too. 
So there is an Adam Curry People's Choice Award. People's okay. Choice Award. Got it. So Adam, this is the only person I looked up. Adam Curry is, I don't know if he was on MTV, but he was like the first internet squatter. Like he took MTV.com and he was like the first person that like had nothing to do with it who was squatting on that, that uh, web wow, address. Wow, that's messed up. <laughs> so yeah. So there was another one, which was Rob has its own, Rob has a podcast entertainment category. And that's the guy, they said it was somebody like a guy from Big Brother. So he's obviously paying for that. And he has obviously, clearly Rob has a podcast. Um, There was one for TV and film. And then there's three categories that seems like there's obviously no shot of us ever winning them. Or any category for that matter. Yeah, that too. But (laughs) at the same time, it's like, do I want to claim the race card here as well? So there's the best black hosted podcast, best Spanish hosted podcast, best Asian hosted podcast. There was no best Italian. There was no best white podcast, nothing. So I, I don't know if I want to play the race card here, considering we are white Americans and it's probably not the best the, idea. Oh, yeah, this is a slippery slope. It's the reverse racism. Yeah, I think we should pass on that. Hey, I just thought that was interesting. So... Uh, but those are all the awards we won't be winning this year, um, if anybody's listening. <laughs> Ooh. All right. So since you have nightmares from looking up words, I looked up another one. So oh, did you? <laughs> Dick Dinger. Go ahead. Guess. What does Dick Dinger mean? You know what comes to mind is remember that, uh, that old joke we used to play on each other? What's the capital of Thailand? Bangkok. Yeah. And then you said, as soon as someone said it, you would hit him really hard and yeah (laughs) that's that's what i think it it, that's what i think it should be is uh getting getting punched in the nuts um speaking of that childish game of punching people in the nuts last week and i was helping my cousin move a fridge and i had my uh, work gloves right to lift the fridge with and he walked by me and i fucking hauled off and hit him in the nuts as he walked by me (laughs) good times Good times. Good times. That joke that 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 never that never dies. <laughs> it's the best memories you can have. Thank you, thank you. All right. Do you want to even guess? It's not punching somebody in the dick. Oh, all right. No, that's my guess. All right. It is to ingest cocaine off of an erect penis. So do you snort it? Do you? It sounds like you snort it. You draw a line on the penis. You know, your line. If we drew it on yours, it'd be smaller than others. But there's still a line. I don't on think the it penis. would. <laughs> and that David will be up for yeah. best black hosted podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's a stereotype that they don't mind. Yeah, right. So, all right. All right before we get canceled, <laughs> <laughs> I think we already got canceled. <laughs> yeah. All right. With that, I'm Michael Carter, and I'm David Michael, and we are. Probably doing our last episode. (laughs) The ridiculously (laughs) canceled.